Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nightmares and Cold Ones, a podcast dedicated to watching spooky movies. And yes, you guessed it, drinking cold beers. I'm your host, John. Today, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Christina. What is up, dog? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all, indeed. So, switching it up kind of a little bit today, or tonight, <laughs> we did not watch a movie. We watched a few episodes of HBO's Tales from the Crypt. Yes. We just, coincidentally, we just saw yesterday... It debuted on, what was yesterday's date? June 10th? Yes. June 10th, 1989. Been a minute. Been a long time ago. Been a while. Been a while, indeed. So, we didn't plan it that way. It was just, we were, like, planning on watching some episodes of Tales from the Crypt, and we just saw that, and thought that was a little weird. It's like we have ESPN or something. Oh, fuck, I hate (laughs) it. We knew. So uh, this is uh yeah we had been planning it for a little bit because I have this freaking box set that I bought that yes. we we watched the first season then we hadn't watched any more after that but watched watched a few episodes tonight uh, teeny I know you have somewhat of a history with yes. tales from the crypts you wanna it has a uh, beautiful place in my heart I know that's very strange um, because I I feel like. When I talk to people, I ask them, you know, oh, do you know Tales from the Crypt? Do you know the Crypt Keeper? Uh, people will say yes, but I, I don't think that they truly understand how much I loved this show and how much I still love this show. Um, I don't know what this says about the parenting that I had, but this was my favorite show as a small child. Um, I remember my dad and my aunt actually telling me that uh, if I was in trouble for something, um, they would tell me that I couldn't watch Hee Hee. Hee um, So I, when I was very little, I called the Crypt Keeper Hee Hee because of his laugh. You got the name right. That's a good name. <laughs> that's a good name if you don't know the Crypt Keeper name. Yes. Yeah, so um, that's the name I came up with as a small child. He was my favorite. I like loved him for whatever reason. Fucking puppets, man. Like I, <laughs> that's just like you know we it's, like Muppets and we also like creepy puppets. It's not. It's not even just a puppet. It's he's a creepy, decrepit skeleton that like you know he makes has ba- dust on him and things and makes w- bad puns he makes oh no he makes the best puns laughs at his own jokes <laughs> like me i've kind of yeah i've kind of based all my comedy <laughs> thing off of fucking the crypt keeper i think no, i think about it yes so that's my history with the crypt keeper with he he uh kind of similar to you so like i remember i didn't have hbo as a kid kid we got it later on when like bloodhound aka my dad would call up Comcast and like bitch at them for stuff, and they to calm him down, they just give him like, you know, yeah, free stuff. Six months of HBO for free or whatever. Oh yeah. So I think the first time I saw Tales from the Crypt would have been on like when they did reruns on ca- like basic cable. Mm-hmm. Like I think they did it on uh, fucking USA or something like that. Uh, yeah. Where they probably. probably cut out a lot of the good shit. Yeah. But um, like some of the stuff we saw tonight. Like a lot of the stuff <laughs> that we saw tonight. But yeah, like like you like. I was I'm I'm older than you, but even when the show was on, I was I was a wee little like I was born in '88, so I was only born in '91. You're not that much older. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> so I'm guessing it would have rerun on cable, like I don't know, '94, '95 or something. So I was yeah. I was a little tyke waiting waiting for he he. I didn't call him he he. I think I was just I was just cute. I wasn't as creative as you as a child, <laughs> but it's probably something like my brother Jim had on. And I may have tuned out for a lot of it until the beginning and end of episodes where mm-hmm. our the boy Hee Hee showed up. That's that's Elfman that. that did that fucking score. It's the, good. Yeah. It's really good. Elfman who did uh, The Simpsons and uh, uh, like every good Tim, Tim Burton 
fucking I was going to say that it sounds very Tim Burton-y. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, the audience loves me uh, just <laughs> ruining his music. I love it. I love when Danny you sing Elfman, that to I, me at night. Yeah. Danny Elfman, I should say. That's there you go. his first name because I'm a dick. So we're going to do three episodes tonight. Three. Th- and um, the, f- the one we saw before, but. Yes. I, I really just like this one. And I was like, ah, oh, let's do one that we have already seen before, you know. Help us out a little bit. So this, it's from the first season. It's the third episode overall. Mm-hmm. It's called Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone. Um, and this is directed by Richard Donner, directed fucking Superman. Yes. Directed uh, The Goonies, uh, Lethal Weapon. What, what a gem. That's part of that thing. That's So I guess maybe I should talk about this real quick. I don't know a lot about like the background of the show. I do know it was like produced by Richard Donner, um, Robert Zemeckis, who directed like Back to the Future, A New Frame, Roger Rabbit. Ah, oh, I love that movie. And Joel Silver, who is a producer, and producer, Jesus, producer, producer, and he directed an episode that we watched tonight. Joel Silver directed, I mean, not directed, he produced like a million movies. One of them was The Matrix, which probably made, made him all of the money. Good for him. But the cool thing about um, Tales from the Crypt, as we're like finding out, they had like A-list stars or like big stars. Oh, yeah. And they just wanted to hang out and like do goofy bullshit because – they got awesome guys like Robert Zemeckis and um, Richard Donner directing them. Yeah. And I'm guessing these guys like grew up reading these trashy, awesome <laughs> comic books. They're based on, um, like, Tales from the Crypt is based on, like, old, I think the company was EC Comics, where there's, like, a few different lines of th- Tales from the Crypt was one of them. Then they had something like Fear, a lot of, like, trashy bullshit. But I that, love it. I love it's that. Good, it's good stuff. You know, I, well, that actually might get me into comic books. I might start reading yeah, this. Yeah, so, so the one we watched tonight, well, one of the mm-hmm. ones we watched tonight, was based on a line of comics called Haunt of Fear, or maybe that was the issue name. I'm an asshole. But co- the episode's called Dig That Cat. He's Real Gone. Stars an awesome, awesome actor. Nice, uh, little nice pair of pants. Joey Pants. Joey Pants. We know Joey Pants from The Matrix. He's Cypher. Like, he turns out to be the villain in that movie. How do you actually say his last name? Pantoliano, I think. Uh, I could be butchering that. Joey Pants, that's his name. (laughs) Um, He was also also one of the Fratelli brothers in The Goonies. Ah. And I think he's in, I've never really watched him. I think he's in The Bad Boys. He's, like, in a ton of movies. Okay. He's got an awesome voice, as we heard. Yes. It's a good voice. So he he stars as Ulrich. Uh, He becomes Ulrich the Undying. The episode kind of starts off as I picture myself in a few years. Joey Pants (laughs) is in a like a cardboard box when it's raining. He's just like drinking, drinking, and uh, a crazy doctor comes up to him. He's like, "I will give you my life savings if I can perform an experiment on you." And Joey Pants gets—I think he gets a few dollars at first—and he's like, "Okay, I'll hang out for the next ten minutes." He kind of like explains to him, you know, you'll become rich. Uh, with this experiment, mm. um, that's kind of how you know he he gets uh, him interested in it. He's like, you know, you'll you'll have more money than you'll know what to do with. And the doctor pours booze on him at <laughs> first. I don't know if you know, <laughs> like he, he pours like yeah. liquor on him to like wake him. He's like, here you go, Here, drink this. <laughs> really, uh, yeah. That's how I want to be woken up. Yeah, that's that's the I way to go. That now. Uh, so we go back to the mad scientist's laboratory, basically, and. The doctor's going on about, like, the cats have nine lives. It all has to do with a gland in their 
cerebral cortex or some bullshit. I'm just yeah. making things up. <laughs> but he does he does say it's like from a gland and a cat's brain, I believe. Uh yeah, I did. I'm not gonna read it. I did some research earlier about you the know, nine lives, the thing. nine lives, and it's you know an old um kind of folk tale, and it has to do with um I think it was an Egyptian named Ra, and that person had eight children, mm. and then they took on the form of a cat. So uh, when they saw this person uh, and their eight children, they associated them them with nine, uh, with the number nine. So then they became nine lives. Um, Man, that, that so. is very deep from a Tales from the Crypt <laughs> episode, I think. It is. I don't I, think they thought that much about I, it. I don't think they did. Um, you know, it's it's we've all heard that cats have yeah, nine lives yeah. kind of thing. And um, it has to do with, you know, cats. Um, I first heard about that from oh. Batman Returns, baby. Catwoman in that. She had nine lives. There it is. There you go. So, yeah, it's – so the nine is uh, three he plays, three he strays, and the last three are he stays. Three he stays. So all nine together. All nine. He did not stay, let me tell you. Did not stay. (laughs) So Joey Pants at first is like, ah, this is bullshit. Uh, You're an idiot. And then he, what convinces like he's just like, okay, why not? I let's let's just have this operation, and see he what happens. He kind of like shows him the money, and he's like, listen, like there's more where this. There's comes from. dozens and dozens of dollars in this for you, exactly. If you're and interested, he's, and he's like, you know what, what else you got? Going I also on? think I, I guess part of it is Joey Pants is all drunk at the time, so yeah. he's just like, he's literally he's living in a box. He has nothing going on. Living in a box, just so he wakes up. He has a huge wound on the back of his head. He's like, I have a. Terrible fucking hangover. <laughs> I've heard of hangovers before. But, um, and the doctor's like, yep, I did it. This fucking rules. I made you have nine lives. I did it. And Joey Pants is like, how can you prove that? And how does he prove it? Oh, he, oh, he proves it. Pulls out, whips out a gun, and he shoots him in the head. Um, but also, I would like to just take a moment to say R.I.P. to the kitty cat that gave R. I. P. his to life. R.I.P. to the cat. For Joey Pants, they have they have like a little like uh, a little sheet over a little sheet over, but you can see the paws. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. But sorry, that cat died to give Joey Pants some awesome deaths later on. Yes, that's true. So yeah, uh, crazy doctor shoots him in the head, and you know he goes down. He dies, flat lines, and he comes back, and he's like. You tried to fucking yeah, kill me. You tried to kill me. I didn't try. I succeeded. Yeah, or something he, like that. You know, he's like, I, I freaking killed you. I did it. And then Joey Pants is like, okay, yeah, let's make some money by doing this. How do we make money? Let's go to a shithole carnival where there's like no one like going there. That's the best way, right? That's absolutely the best yeah. way. He's he's the talent. He's um, number one. He he's, he the doctor. Meets up with the guy that runs the carnival, who I recognize. I think his name is Joe Whirl. Okay, I recognized him too from a few other things. He's from. Who's this guy from? He's from Tim Burton's Batman. Ah. He's like okay. uh, Vicky Vale's like fucking nerd friend. Got in that. it. Okay. He has that like voice, yeah. like that. Um, and I I haven't seen him in a bunch of other shit. Yeah. But, like I I mean I've seen him in other things, but he kind of kind of went away after a while. He's good in this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, so the doctor convinces um, the, who the are we gonna guy. the car uh, the carnival carnival, carnival barker that uh, you know Joey you, you have to sign on the showy pants guy Joey he's not pants. really Joey pants he's Ehrlich the Undying <laughs> people will 
they're not going to pay you to watch this guy get away from death. They're going to pay you to watch him die. Like, that's the big sell. So, I, as I'm go as we're watching this, I'm like, these people are so fucked up that they are so excited to watch a man die. It's a little, it's, uh. It is morbid. Oh, this shit would it, be so popular right now if this actually happened. as the person who freaking loves murder documentaries and, you know, true crime shit, I would, like, they're actually going to watch a person die. That's Something primal, man. We like dark. watching violence and terrible shit happen I, to real people. I can't say that I would go and watch a person die in real life. I don't okay, know. Gladiator, the, the <laughs> movie. Like, people did that. Uh, that's true. See, uh. people fucking, well, Lion Z people and shit. This is that's sick. We we went off on a dark. Uh, we did. I, but, um, sorry, I got dark. But so one of the, the the first uh first gag like the first death that people pay to see is or like drowning right Ulrich. like in a, Ulrich. I'm gonna say that wrong. I know. The whole time. <laughs> but it's it's the drowning pool thing where like he's in a water tank. In a water water tank. <laughs> water tank. Uh, you can see him. He's like chained down so that you know he can't float to the top or anything and. I, I this is probably one of my favorite parts. This is squeaky girl. Oh uh, yeah, she's, she's like been in shit chick. too. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what they would call people like her, or whatever. But you she's know, like she's, this, not the stage hand, but like, uh, fuck. I don't know, but she's a cute, and you know, she has a cute little costume on, and she's loud, squeaky voice, and she's he's literally drowning, and she's like, "Do you want to go to dinner? I'll be right over there, yeah. <laughs> After you die, we'll go to dinner." <laughs> So good. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dink, yeah and then, then eventually starts struggling. Then he dies. Then he dies. Then they do the whole thing. They're like, okay, we'll wait an hour. Yeah. And then he'll resurrect. Yeah, they set a timer. And then they... Uh, it's, a, it's a flash cut. Like, it goes fast. Yeah, yeah. The doctor comes over and he has, like, in a stethoscope ear plug things uh he has like water spouting out of them for very, some reason very very cartoony <laughs> it's very cartoony i love it and uh he's like he's definitely dead uh so then they drown they uh take the water out of the tank um they release the water and but he doesn't come to life right away now the barker is like resurrection resurrection and it's not happening right away and People think they have a real fucking death on their hands. Yeah, so people start leaving. They're like, this is horseshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. This, this guy's actually dead. <laughs> and jo- Joey Pants finally does spring to life. Yeah. It takes a minute. And everyone comes back and sees that he's alive. And then I guess word starts getting around that yep. this shit's legit. Yeah. He dies and he can come back to life. So here's the moneymaker. Here's the moneymaker. At first, the doctor... He's getting a big portion of it because he's like funding his research for other crazy yeah. shit. I think he's like getting like sixty percent or something. It's a good, pretty big cut. Joey Pants kind of takes up with uh, the uh, stagehand chick. I don't know what we're gonna call her. I don't know, but she's the assistant. The, 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 the we're gonna assistant. call her the yeah, assistant. She's the assistant, yeah. the cute assistant with the. So they, they they start hanging out. A few more deaths happen. I know you have. Um, the, we have uh, the next one is a hanging. That's the set. That's the third way that he dies. She, it's a pr- it's a pretty funny scene where uh, this the assistant is like afraid to she's kill like, I don't him. Wanna. I don't want to. I just she like doesn't have the stomach, and so he's like he just like, do it, do it, do it. And then <laughs> I finally finally Joey Pants has to kill himself. He like hangs himself. I'm like dear lord. And he almost he resurrects while he's hanging, and he almost dies again because the girl's like fucking up by bringing him up. Well, she, she's, like, so excited. She's like, you're alive, you're alive. I don't want to waste a death. I don't want to waste a death. Help me out. 
<laughs> Coming down. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is now the third death. Um, and now we have... So in this one, um, he gets a, a ton of money. Like, they're mm-hmm. rolling in the cash. Um, so Joey Pants, Ulrich, is like, you know what? I uh, I want this money for myself. I see all the money that I could be getting, and I really want this money for myself. God damn it. He's putting in all hard work, man. He's, he's dying. He's literally dying yeah. for his job. He's dying for his art, bro. <laughs> so he's like, you know, screw the scientist. Um, uh, I want this money. So he and the scientist are going on a little joy ride in his nice little car, and uh, it's raining. And What happens, John? Uh, Joey Pants is like... It, the, the whole time, the doctor's like, we're going to make so much money. It's going to be great. And Joey Pants is like, you're half right, Doc. I'm going to make a lot of money, but you're going to die in a car accident. I'm going to die, too, but I have several lives. How many do you have? Ooh, and then, out. like, you, you see the speedometer go from, like, 70 to 100 way too quickly. Way too quickly. And Joey Pants quickly, like, just turns into a fucking wall, and we just – the doctor dies. That's One thing I did fuck up um, – the very beginning of this episode kind of starts with the end. Yeah. Joey Pants is getting uh, buried alive. That's going to be his like last, um, mm-hmm. his big getaway scheme. Yeah, and he's kind of like telling the story. He's, he's telling the like story in the, in the casket. Yeah. So, so between deaths and stuff, we're, we're cutting back to Joey in the casket. So yeah. just wanted to bring that up. Just talking about his, his death. Deaths. Deaths. Um. All right, yeah. So he kills the scientist, and now he gets to make all the money. So we have his next death, which is fucking horrifying. It's electrocution. This one lasts a while. It lasts yeah. a while. It's been a while. Been a while. Yeah, so. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Go ahead. I you know, I, I love this part because someone in the audience gets to kill him. They, like, as you mentioned earlier, it's a little like disturbing how like so people disturbing. are into watching him die. Now they're like they actually active to, participants. Yes, right? they get to kill a person, yeah. and they are so thrilled about it. That's part of the thing. So yeah. they they pull a ticket, um, you know, one of those raffle things, and this elderly lady. She is pretty old. <laughs> she is. She she's had probably three, gonna she, die after she does this. She might have died before this episode premiered. Probably. Like, she was pretty old. She was. She had like two teeth. Yeah. Poor lady. R.I.P. You know she's dead. R.I.P.D. She might be alive. We don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah she gets to pull the, the lever uh, and electrocute him and uh, and she does and she is so excited to watch him die. So excited. There is blood coming from his eyes. This one's a gruesome one. It's, it's very, more it's more gruesome than the previous ones. Yeah, yeah. It is it's a little tough to watch. Joey Pants is a lot of shaking. A lot of shaking. A lot of jiving, shaking. shaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eventually his body gets taken to the coroner and do you yeah. know who the coroner was? I don't. He was Carl, good to see you from Billy Madison. Oh my god. And he's also <laughs> in some fr- he's also that. in some friends episodes. I did not oh, oh man. I'm it's very like it's very brief. It's hard to but I I noticed him on the way out. You know, I wasn't even paying attention to his face. I was like so honed in on uh the, the circus The circus the, at, as the the guy that owns the circus and his uh the assistant. They're about like to, they're about to embalm Joey Pants, and he wakes up to the last second. So yeah. they're like have to devise plans to 
have his body not be taken to the fucking corner anymore because yeah. some resurrections take longer than others mm-hmm. as they find out. <laughs> I'm sure that one, uh, you know, that one was a rough one. That one took a minute. Um, so what's the next one? Is the next one the... Uh, the next one is the arrow. The arrow uh, one. So what do they call it? Is that like... Archery? It, archery, yes. Um, so yeah, there's the archery. And this is even bigger. So now they're charging people. It's not a raffle anymore. Well, I, the raffle I understood, you know, they're getting some money and they're picking some person or whatever. Now it's like, all right, this arrow, you have to shoot this arrow um, at a moving target. So Joey Pants is like behind this cardboard or like, you know, this wooden cutout with a little heart mm-hmm. o- that's open. He's behind it. And you kind of have to hit this moving target. He's on a stage. So it's a lot tougher. Um, and so anyone who thinks that they can do it, they have to pay a $1,000. $1, also, they're doing that. This is like an old strategy thing of where these carnies will shit talk you. Mm-hmm. Have you oh, ever yeah. come across this? So I, I have to tell you, dude, I hate carnivals. Yeah, they suck, right? I freaking hate carnivals. I know people listening are going to be like, oh, she's such a Debbie Downer. But like, I just feel dirty when I go I, to carnivals. I think one time we were walking down <sighs> Wildwood. Yeah. And the boardwalk, and one of those guys tried to do that, like tried to shit talk. I just like f- gave him the <laughs> finger. It's like fuck off, bro. He was like, it was like one of those like basketball fucking ones where yeah. I can't play basketball anyway, bro. <laughs> like, I don't listen, want your. I don't want your. Rigged. I don't want your stupid stuffed animal, dude. Yeah, no, I want your stuffed animal. That shit's rigged. You know the whole thing. Get whatever. back to fucking your cousin or whatever you do. Oh my god, Jesus. sorry. It got dark. I'm not gonna edit that out. I'm gonna double. <laughs> He feels very deeply. I thought I felt deeply about carnivals yeah, no. and, and things, but you. I just, I just hate, the, I hate that. Uh, like, I hate that shit talking. Like, yeah. eh, give me your money. I'm gonna call you a pussy. Sir, it's like that whole thing. You have a rigged game, and yeah. you try to get people to get stuffed animals for a living. I will play you in I don't a real shit talk. Anyone's, you know, way of life, but also their way of life. <laughs> like, is there a religion to like fuck people out of money and? Yes. He, like, complete dickholes to people. Yeah, yeah. That's that's his way of life. That's how yeah. he chooses to live. Yeah, that's, but, uh, that's how God made him. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, so getting back, sorry, off on a tangent, hating carnivals, but, yeah. So we have, uh, who's the first person that goes up? Uh, it's uh, it's a, a, a marine guy? It's, a, it's like a sailor guy, sailor and guy. They, they, then they're, like, $1,000, and the sailor guy's like, oh, uh, no thanks. No, thank you. I'm not paying that. And they get a nerd who has the money, but he can't like shoot can't straight. Shoot. Yeah. And they have, this is kind of a sad part. It's a uh, uh, a dad and a portly gentleman, oh, John. portly kid. <laughs> I can say this because I'm a portly gentleman. Oh, John. I, I'm not a gentleman. I'm just portly. <laughs> um, so it's it's the whole thing. Like the dad wants to make a man out of the kid. Yeah, getting his first this. kill. I hate this so much. And the poor kid's like, I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be a good person yeah. and shit like that. The kid purposely dick. misses. Yeah. And Robert Worrell, the the barker, calls him a fat asshole or something under his breath. <laughs> under his breath, but still. I'm not going to lie, I left. <laughs> then we find with the next guy, the, oh, yeah. the cards are kind of stacked against Joey Pants. It's He's like the archery champion of fucking 86 yeah. or something like he, that. He, like, he... He doesn't have cash. He's like, can I pay with cashier's check? And the guy's like, I need two forms of identification. And he, <laughs> yeah. and he just so happens to have his archery, like, uh, license or uh, he has something um, that shows, like, you know, he's like a pro at it. So uh, 
you know, the carnival guy. I keep that's that's who I'm, I'm calling him the Barker. The Barker. I keep forgetting yeah. the word Barker. Um. So yeah, he's like, oh man, we mm. we got one. By the way, the Barker is always wearing a different must mustache with each <laughs> like. He does a Fu Manchu at one point, which is probably offensive. He does a Hitler stash uh, yeah, at one point. Yeah. Well, the Hitler stash was also the. Um, Silent movie star guy. Yeah, uh, uh, Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. And he so. has the hat like Charlie Chaplin, yeah. too. So. so that's more of a I Chaplin did, thing. Yeah, I didn't really take that as a Hitler thing. <laughs> but the Fu Manchu is a little... Uh, cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> yeah, that, that that won't fly here. Um, I forget what so I... So the archery guy yeah. fucking gets Joey Pants right in the fucking heart. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, Joey Pants dies. I, I know what I want to say. You know what pisses me off huh. during this whole thing? The assistant and the barker are standing like in front of the stage. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're like, way too close. They're way yeah. too close. They're like gonna get hit with this arrow, and they're like, it's like almost impossible for anyone to get a shot in. And I'm like, fucking move. But okay, Sorry. so n- not to be all up in my own asshole with this, but like the way <laughs> it's the way this is shot is like. It's in a weird angle. Is it very? They're all weird angles the whole fucking time. Yeah. Like it's, it's a little disorienting sometimes. Like yeah. it's a lot of like sideways shit. All right, so maybe they. I am so me, technical but. with the way I talk about the craft of filmmaking, <laughs> but um, I, talk in my I, th- I we said Richard Donner directed this one. Mm-hmm. I think this show was like a good opportunity for people to just get fucking weird, try weird shit out and with it cameras. Gets really fucking weird. And it gets weird. Yeah. It's perfect. Can confirm. It gets weird. But yeah. So going back to that. He, uh, archery guy, shoots him right in the heart, gets him, and, uh, takes a, a little time for him to, to come back to it, um, and then he gets a ton of money again, uh, they're, they're back at their little, um, their little, it's like double wide guess, or a tra- yeah, trailer, it's like a trailer, yeah, yeah, that, you know, they get ready in and stuff, and he's, you know, why don't we take a vacation and we, we get a we get away? Like, this guy drops he just, off a bunch of He describes of a per- perfect like white trash like getaway. It's <laughs> yes, like let's go to Vegas and see it. And uh, let's, let's go see a show and uh, <laughs> yes, maybe we'll um, stop at a cat house and uh, <laughs> like all that shit. Oh, that sounds like fun to me. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Um, yeah. So you know he's talking about how he wants to go on a vacation. He just needs to relax, get away for a little bit. He has all this cash on him that this guy just dropped off. He was a total dick to this guy, by the way. Um, and so he, you know, as he's sitting there and he's talking to her, uh, his, the assistant about this vacation, she's like, oh yeah, I would love that. You know, and she's going on and on and she pulls out a, uh, wait, she, first she pulls out a comb. <laughs> first is a comb. <laughs> first she's pulling out a comb I'm like, from her purse. I, I, when I first saw, I'm like, is she really going to be able to kill him with a I, fucking I comb somehow? <laughs> And she she realizes that you know she does she has a comb in her hand she pulls out a knife from her purse and she's like I'm so sorry but uh I I'm gonna take your money and she stabs it she literally stabs him in the back literally in the back literally in the back <clears throat> Joey Pants don't deserve that no. although well, later on he does kind of fuck over the the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar and the Matrix so God damn it, John we fucked over the scientist who fucked like, over the scientist you know he's he became a huge prick yeah. so whatever he he deserved it so yeah she stabs him in the back he tried, dies tried to kill neo and switch <sighs> he did kill switch you're, right, you're ruining the uh, matrix for people I'm, John. I'm so, oh i'm ruining <laughs> i'm ruining the movie that spoiler came out alert. 20 fucking one years ago <laughs> spoiler alert. Dude, that movie fucking rules it's, okay i'm sorry it, it, and he's great. great he's amazing in that movie all right john uh 
John's like very excited over there. Joey Pants over Joey, here. Joey Pants fan. Joey, Joey Pants. Pants fan baby. Okay. <laughs> so uh, after she kills him, she takes all the money. She runs out and he very quickly comes he back does, to life. It's, it was a very I quick think it's death. funny. I think it's funnier that he comes back quickly this time. Yes. Because it's like he just got fucked. Like <laughs> fucked over, I should say. Maybe she didn't like, you know, she just nicked his heart or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't, wasn't as severe as like a electrocution or yeah. like a uh, arrow through the heart. You know. Yeah. Just a little It's like the, the worst heart. kind of, it's like the worst kind of death. Like a waste of death by just like little little jabs. Uh, little jabs. Little, little jabs. Little jabs. Little jabs. Little jabs. <laughs> we are just referencing other movies that yes. are not connecting And if you at don't all. know what that is, get out. Then get the fuck out. <laughs> okay. So. Um, <laughs> sorry. All right. So sorry, sorry, now, now we cut to to the last death. Um, which jo- Joey Pants, he shakes down the Barker. He's like, I'm getting 100% of the take this time. Yeah. He's like, listen, like, I. I'm getting all the money. Fuck you. Yeah, he's like, I brought all of this business to you. You're going to give me all this money, or I'm not going to show up. And I'm mm-hmm. like your number one star. So the guy's like, that's blackmail. And he's like, yeah, so what? So guess what? He's going to get 100% at this point. Um, this is the, the eighth death. The eighth death. The eighth. But we said it's the last. What? But the cats have nine lives. Joey Pants, as he's in the coffin, now totally buried, starts counting all the deaths. Well, he gets a flash of the cat die, the, the cat that died for him, yep. and that counts as one of the deaths. It sure does. And he realizes he's kind of fucked. He does not have nine lives. He only had eight. Only had eight. He's freaking out. He's trying to call for people, and two grave diggers <laughs> hear something, but they're like, ah, it's probably just a cat. <laughs> yeah. Get it? Get it? <laughs> I love that. Uh, so. They walk off, and... Uh, you know, Joe, Joey Pants fights it. Fights the dust. Another fights one bites the dust. the dust. Yeah. So that's that episode. As that one, we get a uh, more bullshit with the uh, Crypt Keeper. Like, Just we didn't take notes of the puns, puns but. Uh, damn it, I should have. Shocking good time. He's dying to show you. Like, it's all that <laughs> stupid bullshit. It's so good. Ugh, I love So them. good. I think that's why I love dad jokes so much. I'm, I'm going to be honest. They're totally dad jokes. Yeah. Spooky dad jokes. Spooky dad jokes. Boy, boils and ghouls. Hello, boils and ghouls. Ooh, that was good. I'm working on it. I can get better. I'm working on the laugh. I can't get it. Ooh, yeah. What so you what drinking you, over there? So I am drinking a Lawson's Finest Liquids Super Session number five, Cashmere. Oh. So, uh... Yeah, I think I've had this on the pod before. It's a 4.8, John, so not too crazy. All right. Um, but very, it's like a, it's exactly what you want if you want an IPA, but not get totally fucked up. Is it like a cashmere sweater? Is it soft and cozy? Yeah, it just it makes you feel uh, warm and good and happy and sad. <laughs> just like a, yeah. But um, yeah, it's good shit. What, what, do, you, what do you got over there, dog? Oh, baby. Listen. I have that Bud Light seltzer up in here. I got that strawberry daiquiri. It is from the Out of Office line. And, uh, guys, these are really good. I'm not going to lie. I should on Bud Light, but they have really uh, good seltzer products. So they have the lemonades. They have – I don't think they have the iced teas yet. I know that Truly has iced teas. But, uh, yeah, those, every uh, every company is really getting into the seltzer game, and I'm here for it. Honestly. Seltzer is where it's at, man. It's only 100 calories. It doesn't make me feel like shit. I it's drink g- a few and I feel good. It's yeah. good for you. Yeah. It's it so hydrates far. you. 
I mean, yeah. No. <laughs> Not really. Not really. All right. So we have our next episode, and this was one of your picks. One of my picks. And I have to say, this is probably my favorite one. This was my favorite one of uh, this round. Yes. We will be doing, I think it's going to be a recurring thing where, I don't know if we'll do all the episodes of Tales from the Crypts, but we'll be doing. We might eventually. Maybe, yeah. Maybe if I live long enough, we'll do them all. Goddamn but, uh, yeah. So the next one is called The Ventriloquist's Dummy. I believe it's episode, uh, it's in the second season. And the 10th episode of that season. Okay. Again, directed by Richard Donner. Woo. As I said, directed uh, you know, a little movie called Superman. <laughs> a little movie called The Goonies. All right. Also, this, down over there. this episode was written by uh, a young scrappy guy. His name is Frank Darenbaum. Darenbaum? Darenbaum. <laughs> he, wrote my, one of my, he wrote my favorite uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Really? Part, part three. Ooh. Dream Warriors. He also uh, wrote and directed Shawshank Redemption. Pretty big, oh, pretty big movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I could watch that. Made the Mist, over over. the Green Mile, Shit. brought The Walking Dead to TV. All right then. Well, he has done some stuff. Big swinging dick, Darren <laughs> Bond. So that's a cool. That's a cool thing about these. Uh, this show is like a lot of people got their starts. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, that's like horror in general. Like people, cool. a lot of like big people start out in horror, then yeah. they like branch out to other shit. I love that. And then. Uh, Frankie boy over here wrote this wrote this awesome fucking insane episode. It is weird so, and so good. <laughs> I so when I saw this uh, title, I'm like, okay, I know what this is gonna be. It's gonna be a talking dummy. Yeah, that's what I thought it was gonna be, right? Because we've seen we know what a ventriloquist is. Yes, we've seen Chucky. We've seen the Twilight Zone episodes, which are great. Like those those things fucking rule. Oh, and also the Goosebumps episode. The Goosebumps uh, episode. Yeah. So that's I'm like okay it's gonna be like it maybe it'll be a more fucked up version of that yeah right this is something a little different oh it, it's it's real different also I would side note sidebar I would love for you to see the way that I try to spell ventriloquist over here uh, no, it that's, is something that's a dumb word that no one should ever <laughs> have to spell I just unless you're talking scribbling. specifically about this episode of TV so um brief thing so uh, this episode stars. Don Rickles, who our generation knows as Mr. Potato Head from Toy Story. Ah, okay, yeah. Get over here, you hockey puck. <laughs> like that. And uh, Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthwait, who we know him f- more from um, Scrooged. Yes. <laughs> that is my favorite Christmas movie. Blind drunk. And uh, he's, a, yeah, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, shit. This episode's gonna be amazing. I already and know. It's, it's it is a really good one. So the episode opens with Don Rickles and his uh, dummy like doing bits like on yes. stage. Morty, Morty's Morty. The dummy. And they're it's going over real well. They're they're killing. Um, but every now and then, when uh, <laughs> a hot lady walks in, <laughs> the dummy has to make some weird comments of like, "Hey, I want to fuck you." Not yeah. quite like that, but yeah, it was, it, know, it's pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close to that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, the show seemingly goes well. There's a kid in the audience that is, like, starstruck. Like, this is what he it's wants like, to do for the rest of his life. He's like, I want to be just like him. I want to be just like this guy. Kid's name is uh, Billy Goldman. Mm-hmm. Billy gets to meet his uh, hero, Mr. Ingalls, backstage, and he gets an autograph from Mr. Ingalls. 
He's like, I'm going to be a ventriloquist just like you. Mr. Angle's like, sweet kid. If you ever need advice, come see me. Yes. His bitchy mom is like, no, you're going to be a doctor. Let's go. She's, she's a real bitchy. No? She is a bitch. <laughs> um, but so the seeds are planted for uh, Mr. young Bobcat there. Yes. And, but um, we go backstage with Don. I'm just calling him Don. So he's Don fucking Rickles. Don like, fucking or Rickles. Or Mr. <laughs> or Mr. Potato Head. Either or. <laughs> um, and Don's looking a little nervous. He's like, his hot wife comes in, or hot girlfriend. He's like, will you take me out tonight, honey bunny? Not in those words, yeah, but where, 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 are you, where are we going tonight? Don's like, I don't know. I have a stomach ache. I don't want to go out. Well. Yeah, yeah. And then the puppet starts talking. He's like, I want to fuck you. Let's go have sex. Again, not in those words, but yeah, like he's like very inappropriate things. Yeah, and, and but the 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 girl's like cool. She's like, oh, you're so cute. Like, he, but she's, she's talking to the hand. She's thinking, talking to the dummy. Thinking it's Don Rickles doing a bit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we we don't really see them go out or anything. It kind of cuts from there, um, and then we see uh, Billy getting. Ready for bed. Yeah, ready for bed. Uh, he is looking at the picture of of Don and Morty, um, his auto, his little autograph signature. He's so excited about it, and his mom's like, "Shut the light out and get to bed." She gives him two seconds to literally, shut the fucking light off. Literally t- between yell between yells. Yeah. I said, "Shut it off." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, she's a real bitch. <laughs> I hope she dies. Also, yes, um, and then. He shuts off the light, and then he hears sirens, jumps up to the window, looks over, and I'm guessing he is staying – I don't know. Uh, does he, like, live in this? We, so like, I think I, don't I think these are the – I will say this about uh, Tales from the Crypt. I think we're seeing the limitations of a uh, smaller budget operation <laughs> yes. that only has, like – it, the episodes are short. They're like 22 to 26 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we don't, like, fucking see anything. We see, like, like glances of a fire. The, the but kid... my question is, why Why do they... Why is he, like, sleeping? Like, why, is, why does he live across the way of where Don and Morty are? Like, it's, where they just were. That, it, that was my thing. It does, it's so stupid. Yeah, it, it's... And I it's, was like, Christina, settle down. Like, it's not that... It, c- <laughs> compared to what happens later, I guess it's... Uh, <laughs> Not quite as You're crazy, right. but no, it is a weird. It is an awkward of like, well, is he? Why is he right there? Then, then he has to travel so far eventually, and yeah. So, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, jumping off that. So yeah. Anywho, sees that it's uh, there's a, a fire across the way, um, and then you get news that um, Don and Morty uh, and the the girl, uh, they were in that fire. Um, unfortunately, the girl does not make it. Um, but Don and Morty are survivors. Um, Don and Morty, the, uh, Morty, the, uh, the, the, the dummy, the dummy. That's important. He needs to survive. <laughs> That's his way of life. But also that was the last show he ever did. Cause Don lost the hand. He lost his hand. In, in a fire. fire. <laughs> Somehow. Just, just the one hand. Yeah. Just the one hand. Nothing else. Um, but then we, we kind of cut to 15 years later. Yes. We see we see we see a Bobcat Goldthwaite who looks older than he the character would have been fifteen years later. <laughs> I think he is looking He's looking great. like it might have been twenty five years later and uh, He we... looks like he is a ventriloquist. <laughs> that sounds really mean. But it's not wrong. <laughs> he's 
He does so. I think his stand-up act was that what he does in um, Scrooge, yes. where his voice just exactly like he does that squeaky, he does that thing squeaky, of his yeah. squealy, weird, and his low voice. Yep. So it was like a Pee Wee Herman thing. It, yes. Um, but he tracks down his hero, uh, Mr. Ingalls, who lives in the fucking bayou somewhere or something like. Yeah. Like just out of and <laughs> his meeting with Don Rickles is so contentious the whole fucking time. <laughs> I don't even know why Don lets him in the house. I, like uh, he doesn't want him there. He doesn't want him there. He's yelling at him the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and Bobcat eventually is like, "Listen, you're my hero. I I want to be a ventriloquist as good as I, I want to be a ventriloquist, but the only one that can like judge me properly is you. I'm doing a show at the place you did your last show. If you can visit me, give me some pointers, critiques, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Also." <laughs> That was a funny moment where, like, Bobcat's like, "There's a lot of, a lot of history in this house," and he picks up like a, a newspaper clipping he, of yes. the night of, of the, the night. accident, 15 years before. <laughs> like Don Rickles is just like constantly looking at this newspaper article. You don't know, he might. Maybe that, that it's was just a huge life changing uh, event in his life. You know, like, he stopped doing ventriloquism right after that. That was his last show. So maybe that's the memory. But also, speaking of that, you know, he picks that up. That's that's just laying on the table somewhere. That's why it's right there. Like it's right it's there. Well, not only that, but you know, uh, Don's like, "Why do you come into my house and you bring up all of these horrible past things? And do you want to, you know, make me upset?" And it's like, dude, it was, it was literally just sitting right there. Like, do you just? It was right there. It was out, right there. Out, out in the open. <laughs> we we uh, they do a good job of showing the um, the case of where the dummy's at. Yes. Of course, uh, like. Could, yeah. I'm thi- I'm thinking, all right. When's the dummy gonna say something? When's the dummy gonna pop out or like? Yeah. yeah. Like so when are we gonna see like? Yeah. He's like yeah. He's like lurking somewhere, and Billy tries to go and grab the case like without even asking. First of all, uh-huh. that's fucking rude. Um, but yeah, without even asking, he tries to get the case down, and Don's like, "Don't touch that." You know, he he needs to stay in the case. Mrs. Potato Head said, "Don't touch that." Sorry, I'm just bringing it back. <laughs> it's a Toy Story. So he, you know, um. Billy's like, why don't you do ventriloquism anymore? And I know that your right hand's, you know, burned and messed up, but why can't you use your left hand? And, you know, he, Don's explaining to him, the magic was in my right hand. I can't Mm -hmm. do it with my left hand. It was all in the right hand. Sorry, this this episode fucking rules. I know. It's like, can we retroactively (laughs) give it an Emmy for greatest episode of TV of all time? But, um, so yeah, like, it's all in the right hand. They're, they're very, like, you know they're they're really pushing the fact that it's all in the right hand. He can't do anything with his left hand. It's very well wrapped up, and it seems very swollen. Have you d- ever noticed that? Like it looks like a full. It, lo- it looks like something's there. Yeah, there, there's yeah. something there under the wrapping, and I'm like, maybe it's like always swollen, or maybe he has like a ton of bandages there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I noticed that there's something a little a little off with that with that uh, hand. That hand that you can't see. So um. Uh, Rickles does say, uh, kid, maybe I'll see you there. Yeah. So then we cut to the club scene where th- it's called Amateur Night. There's a oh girl boy. doing uh, camp town races. And Bobcat is like, I think she sounds pretty good. And the guy running is like, yeah, I like her because she has big tits. <laughs> like, it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys. One of those guys. He doesn't care what she sounds like. He just likes looking at her. Bobcat, uh, Glances through the um, curtains and he sees Don. Don did show up. Yeah. So that's cool. 
Love that. Get Love on. that. Bobcat goes on, uh, uh, but it's he's sweaty as fuck. Dude, uh, he is sweating his eyes. He sweat everywhere. He his ventriloquism. First of all, when he goes on and he sits down, the, his dummy's head just pops off. Flies off. Oh god, it's it's like one of those things where you're watching it and you feel awkward. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. Ugh. <laughs> the, the entire time and he's sweating and you can see his lips moving and he's not good at ventriloquism it brought me back to days of uh doing stand-up had a lot of nights just like this no you were you were good and people actually uh, laughed at you but this was god awful uh so yeah he has a rough time he can't get his one joke that he has is like i just came in from california boy, and boy I my arms are tired <laughs> it's like yeah, it's one of those. Jokes. He can't fucking win. It's like one of those things of, um, you know, it, it's almost like a kid that watches baseball every day, and he's like, "I'm going to be a baseball player. I'm going to be, I'm going to start for the fucking Phillies," and then he goes to try to play with like the big kids, and he just gets fucking hammered, or mm-hmm. like, it's just like your dreams just come crashing down. It's like I can never do the thing that I want to do. And this fucking sucks. That's so sad. I know. It's a bummer, man. But he's not good at it. He's not good at it. Like, he should have been a doctor, maybe. <laughs> Dude, Probably there's no not. way. It's yeah. no way he could have been a doctor. <laughs> Come on. I wish. <laughs> Just like, he'd be doing his bit the whole time. <laughs> could you imagine him going into surgery? I've been like, blind. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't want it. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. Um, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> We, he also announces that, you know, he has, when he's on stage, that he has uh, an old pro out in the audience with him. Mm-hmm. And, um, he kind of, uh, at that point, um, his name Don kind of scurries away and he's like, uh, he's like embarrassed. He's, he's, like, a, uh, he's very embarrassed because he's like, I don't want to be tied to this yeah. guy. So he scurries away, and then the guy, uh, Billy, he's like on the stage, and then he finally just sweats it all out, and he, he's done. He's sweats done. it out. Don is uh, at like an upstairs bar, Oof. just you know, pounding old man drinks. Good for him. That's what I want. Um, he gets approached by a uh, sex worker or a lady yeah. of the night, whatever is the most appropriate. Sex worker. Okay, sex worker. Um, and she's like, you look like my grandpa, or you remind me of my grandpa. <laughs> want to buy me a drink? Want to buy me a drink? It's <laughs> ugh, so awkward. So he's like, no. He resists at he first. Does. Yeah. He does. He does resist. At first, he's like, you know what? Yes, okay, I see you. I see you, baby girl. And then he's like, you know what? I can't. I cannot. The, the, then there's a brief meeting with uh, Bobcat. He, at, at first, Don tries to like console him, like, hey, it wasn't that bad. And Bobcat's like, just give it to me straight. And that shit was terrible. Don, he's like, listen, you have no material. The material you did have was bad. Uh, you can't work a crowd. You're just, you're not cut out for this. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to tear you down, but you're just not good at. What do you want to do? Yeah. And he kind of give at the end, you know, he's he, like, I, 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 I've been there, and he looks at his hand, and he's like, you know, I, I know what it's like to give up your dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this: if you have to get uh, it. It was a very good, um, you don't have it, kids. Like, it was. He wasn't an overly dickhead about it. Yeah, he was just like, he was, he, he was kind of supportive, you know. Give it to me straight. He gave it to him straight. So, and, you know, Bobcat kind of, he, he's sad, but he accepts it. He kind of slumps away. Sl- he slumps away, but he's like, I know this guy isn't trying to lie to me. Like, yeah. I, I know I know what I am. Yeah. Um, it's not good. So he takes his, uh, his dummy and he. Parts ways goes out. He's at the dumpster and he 
kind of just throws his dummy well, at the at the dumpster. Before that happens, first we see Don have a change of heart. Yes, you're right. My bad. Don has a change of heart and yes. decides to go talk to a sex worker. Like, yes. hey, can I buy you a drink? <laughs> and again, we're getting the somewhat limitations of a TV show yes. because, like. Next after when Bobcat throws his dummy into, into the dumpster. We hear a scream. Yes. We go to a crime scene, but we can't completely see everything. Like, the camera doesn't show. Like, you don't know exactly what happened, but you see the. There's the, a woman that's, like, dead. Like, yeah. there's. Well, in the, you see that it's the sex worker. It's the sex worker in the car. She has blood all over. Um, she, it looks like she's dead behind the wheel of the car. Um, it smells like gasoline. It smells like that. gasoline. So, yeah, Billy's like. And who you keep calling Bobcat. That's his real, well, that's his stage name. That's his comedian name. Oh, okay. My Bobcat Goldthwaite. Well, Goldthwaite. Yeah, Jesus Christ, can't say. Whatever. So, sorry for confusing anyone by me saying Billy and John saying Bobcat. Um, but, yeah. So. I didn't just assign him the name Bob. Like, <laughs> in, like he came up with that himself. You were like, Billy Bobcat. Billy Bobcat. Oh, yeah. it, there it is. Billy Bobcat. Done. I actually kind of like that. I like that, too. All right. That's his name. Um, so, Billy Bobcat. Yeah. He... Uh, you know, he, he's also sick by looking at the blood, so he, like, covers her up with a jacket. That's not important, but I just think it's important to know for no reason. Well, it's very important to disrupt a crime scene. Like, I'd be so <laughs> – and I don't know if that's just me from watching a million TV shows, but, like, if I were ever to come across a dead body, I, would not I am staying so fucking so far away. Fucking I'm like, I, if it. I touch it, they're going to say I did it or exactly. something. Or, like, yeah. Yeah, no, stay very far away from that. So, puts his jacket over top of her. Also – good point he would not be a good doctor if he cannot look at the blood so that's i didn't even job. think of that i didn't even think that's of that. another job yeah. can't have so he's not good at anything you imagine that. that he can't do a lot of things he can't do a lot um so he notices the smell of gasoline and i don't know what uh, maybe it's because he saw the the sex worker talking to him but he immediately thinks don I, I it, need to find Don. It does connect to the accident that he saw earlier that we could not see. Yes. What, and, like, he remembers that. I think he smelled the gasoline, and he was like, fire, like like a fire. The night of his that. hero's last performance, something weird happened mm-hmm. with his girlfriend. Yeah. So he's connecting some dots. Yeah. So he goes back to the bayou that Don lives at, and, you know, he's like, I smell gasoline on you, and you know, what's wrong with you? You you know, you are the reason for that accident that happened 15 years ago. What's wrong with you? That whole thing. And Don's like, it wasn't me. It, it was Morty. Morty. It was fucking Morty. And he's like, listen, I, I know people like you, they, they, other people that can help you. Morty, thinks, Morty the dummy. Morty, so. Morty the dummy, yes. Um, you know, it, and Billy Bobcat's like, I... No people that can help you. He thinks that, you know, he's schizophrenic, that he has issues that he just likes murdering women or something. Um, and he's like, no, listen, like, Morty hates women. He always has hated women. He cannot be around them. It's because he can't have sex with them. because he can't have sex that's with why. them. That's why. He's attracted to women, but he can't have sex with them. So you're, you're thinking to yourself, it's a fucking dummy. Like, of course he can't have sex mm-hmm. with them. But then we find out. So this is where this because this went from being a pretty good episode of TV to being the greatest thing of all time. Because <laughs> um, yes. Don Rickles takes off the sh- the. Um, well, before that, he takes uh, he 
so, uh, so Billy, Billy's like, no, like Morty, Morty's not going to hurt you. He's, he can't hurt you. He's just a dummy. He's made of wood he's and cloth. Takes down the box where we know it, where it is. He opens up the box. And then you see Don, he, he he's grabbing like a machete or like, you know, a meat cleaver or something. Cleaver, yeah. He has a cleaver. He's walking up to him. And, you know, Billy Bobcat's like going through this. Uh, and he like finds the, the body of, uh, of Morty. And he's like. Oh yeah, but look in there again. He like you know Don's trying to like get him with the Hatch with him. the cleaver, um, to make him stop. And part of it is Don, part of it is Morty. Um, and he's like you know, uh, look look farther in there. And he, what does Billy Bobcat pull out of the case? Isn't it just uh like the just shell? Face. Yeah, the, sh- shell. the the shell of a uh... shell of Morty's. Face. Yeah, and he's like. He it's he's not just made out of wood and you know w- w- and cloth. He's he's real. He's it's like flesh. a co- it's like a costume. It's a costume for he's flesh. flesh. He's real, and he pulls off the thing to his hand. Don Rickles pulls off the thing on his hand, like the cast, not a cast, but like the shroud. Thing. And it's Morty. Morty, who it's is Morty. <laughs> as Don Rickles explains, they were probably twins at some point. His young, his littler twin, fused to his body. On his hand. On his hand. And he's like this little creature looking thing. <laughs> and he's he does the voice. He's like, I'm Morty. Like, it's yeah, that dumb, it's like. A, it's the ventriloquist voice. It's the ventriloquist voice, which is the voice of, like, it's Tao Lee. It's yeah. fucking um, the gingerbread man from Shrek. It's uh, it's the poo. Eat me. <laughs> like. <laughs> it's a poo from South Park. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, it's it's that voice. It's that dumb voice. Which I think is Don Rickles doing that voice of like, I love it. Yeah, and as Rickles explain, like he explains, like, yeah, this uh, my younger brother here wants to fuck girls, but he can't, <laughs> so he gets very frustrated and he's very persuasive in getting me to like hurt people, basically. Yeah, I've he's had him drugged up for years and years. He's oh, I forgot to mention that's that, that's something yeah. we forgot to mention that um, when Bobcat walked in. Mm-hmm. He was confer- like shooting up morphine. He was shooting up morphine. And, and this whole time, Don Rickles was like, "You don't know what you're doing. You're ruining. You're like fucking up a lot of stuff. Bad shit's gonna happen now." And he was fucking right. He was absolutely right. Um, <laughs> it's a good face off of um, uh, little Morty is trying to get little Don Morty. Rickles to kill <laughs> to to kill Bobcat. They're going back and forth. Eventually. Eventually, Rickles kind of his mind clears yeah. and starts chopping off, uh, chopping Morty off. Chop- awesome, awesome effects. There's this is fucking real. Well, not real, but like practical effects of like. No, it's real. He's really chopping yeah. It's, Morty he's off. yeah. He's really chopping Morty. <laughs> We're getting blood on Don Rickles' face. We're chopping <laughs> off some shit. And it's like, oh yeah, this is why like these weirdos want to do the show to see Don Rickles just like fuck around with a puppet all day <laughs> to just. Make some weird shit happen. Um, but Don Rickles cuts off Morty. And, you know, we're supposed to think that's it, but we know that's not it. That's not. That's just... Because, listen, Little Morty is like... the What's that fucking movie with the alien... The weird alien movie they have, like... Fuck, I forget what it's called. Um, he almost acts like a gremlin kind of character. Kind of, but he reminds me of those weird aliens that like look like brains... And they have like the space. They're wearing like space suits. Oh, dude! I feel like you know what movie I'm talking about. Are you talking about Mars Attacks? Yes. 
It re- so Morty kind of reminds me of Mars of a Mars Attacks alien, but like he has little tiny arms. Okay, so it's it it does look yeah, it's like grotesque and yeah, it's weird, it's creepy. It looks it's like funny, it's especially it's like funny and scary at the same time. Yeah, very looks campy. Like a weird ball sack with arms. For, yeah, for anyone that didn't know that um, Tales from the Crypt isn't supposed to be taken all too seriously, so it's it's good. Sh- it's fun, campy bullshit. Very campy, very campy. Candy, it's like you know, candy horror. Yeah. Um, sorry. We have a good. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was saying. So Morty kills Don Rickles by like biting on his jugular. Yeah. I don't know why that's funny. It's just funny. It's just funny. <laughs> it's not even his like jugular. It's like the middle of his. It's, it's the middle of his of, like. And Don Rickles like so get stupid. this thing off me, <laughs> and he gets it. He gets him off, but he takes a big chunk of skin with him. Yeah, runs away. And, and then, then th- there's a a face off between Billy Bobcat. Billy Bobcat and Morty. I imagine Billy Bobcat was uh, ablibing a lot, like yes. like I'm gonna turn you into brain stew. <laughs> and and Morty is throwing it right back to him. He is, he is it he's right pretty back. witty. That, yeah. that little thing. He's, he's pretty funny. He certainly is. Um, eventually, Bobcat. He the thing that gets Morty is Bobcat kind of hits him with a baseball bat. Yeah. So there's like he a launches him off. Earlier, you saw like. Uh, there was a weird creaky floorboard that would like mm-hmm. kind of come up, and uh, he Billy Bobcat realizes that Morty is on this piece of of wood in the floor, so he steps on it and he shoots up and he like wails him with Bobcat the- has the bat, just fucking goes Ryan Howard, oh <laughs> seven, out of here, um, and then he gets him into a meat grinder, and he's grinding away on little Morty, and Morty. At the last second, makes a deal. He's like, "I'll do whatever you want. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. We'll, let's let's be buds." <laughs> and that's when Bobcat Billy Billy Bobcat makes a deal with the devil. Yep. We flash forward. I don't know how long it's been. A few weeks or whatever. He's less Bobcat is on stage, less sweaty, getting ready to do his bit at, with uh, with Morty. With Morty, a new friend. Morty starts immediately just like sexually harassing people on. He sees, a, he sees a woman. Yeah. He's like, hey, baby, I see you. Shaking that thing. I bet you could suck a something out of a something. Oh, Blowjob so reference. <laughs> and uh, the, the whole time, Bobcat's like, this isn't part of the deal. You're being an asshole. And stick to the script. Uh, yeah, stick to the script. And then eventually, Bobcat pulls off the, the costume. Yeah, the, the dummy sort of thing. And we find out that... And he's, Mor- like, screaming. Everyone's running out of uh, of the area. They're like, this guy's fucking nuts. Like, let's get out of here. Because he's, like, literally screaming. And we find out that, like, Morty is fused to yes. Bobcat's arm, basically. Yep. He was like, no. Nah, I don't know. Nah, nah. How did that happen? I, I don't know. He, don't like, know. bit his, his way in. It's weird. His, like, fi- so Bobcat's, like, fingers are, like, in Morty. So you would think it would hurt Morty, but really it was like somehow hurting Bobcat. I don't know. It's very strange. This whole movie, this whole like episode's fucking weird, and I love it. It's very so strange. It's totally fine. Yeah, very good. Wacky, insane shit. <laughs> um, yeah, that that fucking ruled. So, uh, guys, you should just watch it for yourself. Watch it for yourself. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Drop it in the comments, bro. <laughs> okay, so last one, and not to be a bummer, it probably is my least favorite. Yeah. Um, it wasn't terrible. It was fine. It was fine. 
Um, it's called Split Personality. I believe this was the fourth season, 49th episode overall, 11th episode of the season. It's called, uh, yeah, I said Split Personality, directed by Joel Silver, who is the guy that produced The Matrix and produced a million things. Oh, how did The Matrix up in here? This was probably, so this is a guy that usually produced shit. He probably, I don't think he directed a ton of stuff. Probably got to get his directing shit started. Started or like just scratch that itch doing this. This was uh, written by Fred Decker, who wrote The Monster Squad. Shout out Monster Squad. (laughs) Awesome movie. Um, So that's part part of the reason why this episode caught my eye. And also another reason, half the reason, Joe fucking Pesci's in this episode. Joe motherfucking Pesci. Joe motherfucking Pesci. So this episode came out in 92. I think he won the Academy Award for Goodfellas in 91. (laughs) And then he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, I think so. I think I could be wrong. I think Goodfellas came out in 90. So I think then he wins the Academy Award in 91. And he's like, yeah, I'll do fucking, I'll do Home Alone 2. Or I'll do fucking um, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, why not? Why the fuck not, bro? And he was amazing in both. Like he was. He was. This wasn't our favorite episode, but he was really good in it. Yeah, he was. He was awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is like a Vegas story, right? Or yeah. well, it's uh, Vegas adjacent. It, it starts Somewhere. off in sort of Vegas in a casino. Um, you have uh, this this guy, and you know he's playing blackjack or uh, I, I, 20, 21. It's black blackjack, blackjack, which is essentially twenty one. Okay. So the the guy playing blackjack is uh, Paulie from Rocky. Yes. Uh, Burt Young, right? Yeah, Burt Young. Yeah. And did not did not plan this at all. Joey Pants. Joey is, Pants is the guy, uh, the dealer. Yes. I, d- I did not know that was going to happen. So. We love him. Love me a second pair of pants <laughs> for one podcast episode. So, um, yeah, you get to, you know, he, uh, what's his name? I'm a horrible person. Adrian's brother. Adrian. We're going to call him Paulie. He's Paulie. Burt Young. We don't know his character. Paulie. Paulie. He's Paulie. Okay. So, yeah, he's playing blackjack. He's, he's not doing too well. He's like, you know, are, are these green chips, are th- they're worth $5, right? And Joey Pants is like, no, they're worth $50 a piece. Mm. And he's like, I, ca- I can't afford that. Um, so, you know, he's trying to figure out what he's going to do. And you see Joe Pesci in the background. And it seems like he he kind of maybe stalks it out. Like, he knows what's going on here. Um, he's read the dealer or whatever. And he's like, you know what? Do it. Take it. Number two is my favorite number. Play two. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? Polly plays two. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna do it, and he plays two. Which is like would have been a fucking four percent chance. Yes. Like, cause there's only fucking three or four. There's only four twos in a deck, so yeah. he needed specifically a two, a two to fucking to, to meet twenty one. Yeah. So he could take all that money. So he does it, and he wins all the money, and. uh you know, he's talking to Joe Pesci, and he's like, you know, he tries to give him some money, and he's like, thank you so much. Like, I wouldn't have done that without you. Um, you're lucky. And Joe Pesci's like, nah, number two's my favorite number. I got this. But, I, so I can't accept this money from you. However, I can <laughs> accept a personal check from you for ten grand. I can't accept that money, but I can accept <laughs> all of your money. All of your money. Yeah. Uh, you know, this this guy, Paulie, he's trying to pay for a surgery for some kid or something. Oh, his daughter. For his daughter. I'm a horrible person. I totally <laughs> messed that up. Um, 
yeah, he has, he has you know personal things going on. He he needs this money, so he's like, you know what, Joe Pesci, you really helped a helped a guy out tonight. I will give you ten thousand uh, dollars, and you know Joe Pesci's like, yeah, I'll call you with a with a deal, and we'll make more money. You know, Joe Pesci's not calling him. Pesci's back. cashing that shit in, and he's getting a sex worker for the night. Oh yeah, who he doesn't have sex with, by the way. He no. just like talks to her. Just talks to her. To the best way. And that's what he said. You know what? He was like, I paid you, and you're going to be whatever I want you to be tonight. And so she's just there to listen. With he her titties d- out. Yeah, with her <laughs> with her nice 90s boobs out. Um, why do you got to be 90s boobs? Because <laughs> they're 90s boobs. Like, that's that's what they are. They were in the 90s. Um, but Joe Pesci, as this is going, like, and th- this is what that show does, what it seems to do a lot. The character does narrate for a good portion of it until... Yeah. Um, and Joe, Joe Pesci's doing that, and he does have a weird thing of like, yeah, man, you ever see The Parent Trap? I wanted to have sex with those girls in The Parent Trap when I was a kid. Not Lindsay Lohan. Not Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> no, like the original The original, uh, the, the woman who was in um, Saved by the Bell. She was a teacher. Oh, shit, was she? Yeah, oh, yep, okay. that was her. I was like, that's my ultimate dream, is to have a three-way with twins. That's what he says. Oh, it's like. Okay. Yeah, that's like his like thing. That's his that's his goal. He likes twos. He d- he loves everything in twos. Two is his twos. favorite number. Also, um, I gotta say, I love his fucking dye job in this. His hair is so dark. <laughs> his hair was never that dark before, even when he w- was young. He, you know what? He has to look extra trashy. He is he's wearing the, big big suits. Yes, he's the ultimate con artist. Yeah, uh, you know they they do cut um to him kind of giving some money or you know saying hi to uh to joey pants so he pretty much set that guy up to, yeah to win that money so joey that pants could, gets a cut yeah, of, so he gets a cut yeah. um yeah so that he can you know make money and con this guy to get to get more money out of him or whatever mm-hmm. so that this is a this is a thing that he regularly plays with joey pants and you know on other people. he has a bunch of schemes yeah, this is one of the artists. schemes so um at one point, he's driving, and he almost gets into an accident by hitting... A black cat. A black cat. Mm-hmm. Black cat. Actually, I think it was two black two cats. Two black cats. Yeah, everything in twos. He stumbles into a weird-looking house. And he's shit-talking the house as he's going into He's like, what the fuck oh, is this? Fish. We're getting only the best fucks from Joe Pesci. <laughs> like, he does, he does not take a fuck off. Like, his fuck in this is as good as any fuck in Goodfellas. And but what I mean by that is like there's so much feeling in it. It's like <laughs> there's a lot of feeling. What in the his fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like a lot of that. This is fucking stupid. Um, but he's stumbling up to the house. He's saying the house looks fucking stupid. In it's, his defense, it does. It does look stupid. <laughs> it is a dumb looking house. <laughs> he just waltzes into the house. He's like, "Anyone home? Okay. Thanks for letting me in. <laughs> Thanks for letting me in." And he's just he sees uh, the person that. Created the house conveniently, the the architect, architect of the house. He has like a plaque. Out. He was a semi-famous person, probably like. He's tw- a famous architect. Twenty years ago, or fifteen, no, whatever, fifteen to twenty years ago. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, he's checking that out. He's like, shit talking the guy. <laughs> what a fucking said, stupid house this is. <laughs> he's a stupid fucking mug or something. Yeah. Like he calls him ugly. Or yeah. Like he's a regular looking guy. I don't know. <laughs> he's, so, he's so angry. It's so funny. Um, and then you, that this woman, she, uh, 
she's holding a gun and she's like, get the, how did you get in my house? Stop looking at Papa's finger. I, I see you looking at my father's. Something very explanatory to say. That's what her, that's her father. Yeah. Yeah. I am the daughter of that man that you're making fun of. Yes. And, and then Joe Pesci's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just saying, you know, how great this house is. And no one, I- no one could architect something like your father. <laughs> he was the best architect. No one made uh, futurist fifties futurism quite like your dad. He like is just literally just conning her. Yeah. Like the the. I don't know the craziest shit he could say, like the nicest things. His t- her twin sister, her comes twin out comes in with a cat, with the black. And cat. He's like, "Whoa, double my pleasure, double my fun." Hey, two beautiful ladies. Is it offensive me doing a bad uh, Joe Pesci? No, okay. I think he would love it. Honestly, okay. How about we uh, reach out? And we're like, listen. Get Joe Pesci on the pod. Yeah. Oh, stop it. What that a dream. would be fucking. What great. a dream. I would uh I would pay Joe Pesci just to rip on me. So yeah. Does he do cameo? He might. Okay. I I'm bet like, you he would do it for free just because he'd be like, this is fucking funny. I will pay Joe <laughs> Pesci to punch me in the face. <laughs> Can I do that? He might do that for yeah. free. <laughs> I'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's talking and he's kind of trying to swoon these twins over. He's like, Ooh, twins. Like, this is my ultimate dream. He's trying and he is succeeding. He is succeeding. I, these girls, these poor girls, they live in this huge mansion, this weird house. Uh, it doesn't look like they've ever seen the light of day, by the way. They're fucking pale as shit. Dark circles under their eyes. They're pretty. They're very pretty girls. But, uh, there, you know, there's something very off with them and you can tell that right away. So he's like, I will say this. Their teeth were a little yellow. Their teeth, dude, their teeth were so, I was going to mention that to you. I was like, do they smoke cartons a day? Cause the, that might be a uh, slight tip of like, Hey, they, uh, there's something not quite right. Something, you're, uh, you know what? You're right. Yeah. There's something not quite right. And, uh, here's a hint. They're super pale and here are their yellow teeth. So, um, Joe Pesci, goes and he's like you know uh, i don't shoot me you know i i'm i'm just here i just need to borrow your phone i got into a small car accident i just need to borrow your phone goes over dials for uh a pickup for the for the car um and so you know he's then ta- just talking to the girls and he's like you know uh, this is a beautiful house you have here does some schmoozing does a lot of schmoozing uh, for as long as he can, and then the tow, dr- tow truck guy comes, and he's the tow truck guy's like, what is this old creepy yeah. man doing with these young creepy? What girls? is this old man with dyed hair? <laughs> Obviously dyed hair. They do mention that, uh, yeah, we're worth like several billion dollars yeah, or something. Worth two billion? Oh, you didn't know we were worth two billion dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah, very conveniently. Um, so Joe Pesci has a new target. He has money signs in his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well have just seen his eyes turn into money bags <laughs> yes. at that point. Um, and I think we, you know, fucking up chronology shit. Yeah. We're going back and forth between Joe Pesci in the story and in bed. Mm-hmm. With a talking about sex the worker and with her titties out. They're take old 90 uh, bitties out. <laughs> um, but so, so he's like, okay, I have to start hanging out. He, he mentions that he'll swing by again and they'll spend more time. Yes. And he goes on like dates with dates them. With them, he has yeah. Some flowers and really schmoozing with Whining his magenta suit. Fashion baby. baby. 
Oh, oh my God, the fashion. Uh, baggy pants. It's the baggy magenta suit for yeah. me, honestly. That's what did it. Um, eventually, they, uh, Joe Pesci has a bright idea of coming up. He says, oh, I actually have a twin brother. He works in Africa. Yeah, in South Africa. And we each have to, we we have a business there, um, but we switch off. Like, you know, we, he'll go for a month and I'll go for a month. Yeah, like we're never in the same room. We can never time. be in the same room at the same time. <laughs> he, my brother's a little different, though. He's from California. He's not from California, but he has a California vibe. Yeah. And he talks in slang. He's a little weird. <laughs> so his idea, his, his grand plan is to marry both of the twins again. All, all four money. billion dollars or yeah. two, whatever it is. Two billion. It doesn't matter. Either way, he doesn't want to split the money. If something happens, he wants then, all the money. He wants all the money. So, so Joe Pesci's California is him <laughs> in a uh, ponytail <laughs> saying dude and. Uh, I'm sorry. I have to describe he his says whole dig, outfit. He says dig, which is like a 70. Like, that's not even like California it's anymore not, at that point. It's not. But he has these like great jeans on. He has this like short sleeve collared shirt type look to him. He has a lightning bolt earring, which really just set it off for me. Ooh, baby. Um, baby. Yeah, it's a lightning bolt earring and the low ponytail for me. Low pony. Low <laughs> pony. Low pony. So um, I had to give a, a graphic image there. He, of what he looked is like. an absolute fucking unit. That's what he is. <laughs> an absolute unit. Yes. Absolute unit. Um, but very quickly, <laughs> the other twin falls for you know we, we know what's going. Yeah, they both fall for him. And as we're, as I'm watching this, I'm like, dude, the the twins have to know that this is bullshit, right? Apparently, they don't. They don't. Um, they're like, oh, no, we love him. We love him. I wish both husbands could be at the same place at the same time. Yeah. Uh, what gives uh, Joe Pesci away? I don't know his character name. That's a good thing about this. Like, we yeah, don't need we to don't know. really catch his name, but yeah, it's Joe um, Pesci, whatever. It's Joe Pesci. He falls asleep that uh, he he falls asleep outside and he gets sunburned, but, like, there's it's like a part, of, part, part of a robe was on his back. Yeah. Like, the tail, not the tail, but the... um. Yeah, the, 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 tie, the, the, the tie part. The tie part. So, yeah, he has that on his back, and uh, he has a nice little sunburn, suntan line from Pretty that. Pretty recognizable. Yes. So, uh, he's he's getting ready to go back to South Africa, and uh, he the the one sister sees sees that, and she's like, "Oh no, look at that tan line." Um, he's, you know, packing, he's, he's about to go back to South Africa and he's packing, he goes to open up the drawers and there's one set of drawers and he's like, what the hell's in this? He, mm. I can never open it. Why is it locked? What What's the fuck is in here? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Cause that's exactly what he says. I told he's, you, Joe yeah. Pesci never takes a fuck off. He does. <laughs> he does not. Every uh, fuck is a hundred percent. Baby. Baby. Um, so yeah, he, you know, he's packing and everything and she sees this, uh, the suntan mark, and she's like, oh, that looks terrible. And he's like, oh, you know, it could be worse, whatever. So they go about their business, and she's like, I'm going to miss you so much. And, you know, uh, so he gets ready to go back to South Africa, and then his brother, a.k.a. him, he's supposed to be coming back from South Africa um, so that they can kind of switch off. Well, 
the next day, uh, after he supposedly comes back from South Africa, uh, the twin sisters, they're, they're talking. And they're like, oh, you know, I wish they could both be here at the same time. And uh, the one sister's talking about how crazy he gets in bed and how he, like, ties her up. And they're, she she remarks. They're, they're both pretty similar about how they like to fuck. Like, God. <laughs> not, not in so many words, but. Um, but, yeah, so the one uh, is explaining the uh, the sunburn mark that he has on her ba- on his back. And the other sister is like, wait, he like he was here yesterday like you know his brother was here yesterday and he got that same sunburn mark um same so spot th- same spot so they both realize he's he's messing with us he's been fucking with us the whole time they, they same some, person they do some sneaking they find his fake ponytail his fake pony Wh- while this is happening joe pesci is singing very badly it's so bad. like from the tub or something no it's the best singing i've ever heard it's incredible singing um but th- they they find out that he's a phony yeah a big fat phony. Um, Joe Pesci gets out of the shower all confident. He's like, ladies, I'm taking you out to dinner. <laughs> but then he finally sees that the drawers, drawers, Jesus Christ, the drawers, the drawers. that have always been locked are unlocked. And he, he goes to them and he sees that inside are a bunch of newspaper clippings about like very obvious like. The girls killed the architect. Yeah, it, it, it might as well have just said twins kill father, father. architect. Yes. Um, and Joe Pesci, the whole time, he's like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck is this? There's no way those fucks were written in the script. No, Joe Pesci just, is just like, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to do whatever I want. Put the fucking camera on me and just capture magic, baby. You know what's really funny? Uh, just really quick, going back to the beginning of it, um, when we had the Crypt Keeper talk, just introducing this episode, he mentions that it's not for not suitable for children this is the only one that we've watched so far that he has said it's not suitable for children it's because joe pesci's like fuck 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 it, that's a weird thing of where like violence is fine but like but titties don't and say fucks f- are not. yeah titties and fucks are bad <laughs> yeah they're they're the worst uh, yeah so yeah. sorry i had to mention that no that is a good that's a good point oh <laughs> uh, a good a good part about that uh the intro the crypt keeper is like Parental advisories should go into effect. So children, get your parents out of the room <laughs> or something like that. Like, uh, uh, Keeper's yeah. fun. He's a fun guy. He is a fun guy. And you know what? Maybe well, that's why I watched this as a kid and I shouldn't have been watching this as a kid. Yeah. And it explains a lot about me now. Little hee hee. Little hee hee. Um, uh, <laughs> so, and that's, the episode kind of ends anticlimactically. Like, Joe Pesci gets conked in the back of the head, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's tied up, and we find out that the twins are crazy. Oh, no, ki- shocker! They killed their dad, and because. Uh, but why did they kill their dad? They killed their dad because th- they were jealous of each other. Like they each wanted a part of their father. Yeah. There's only sure. one dad, so. There's only one Joe Pesci. What do you do? You cut him in half. You cut him in half. You That's the obvious way, solution. Right? And the whole time, what is she doing? What was she doing with that chainsaw? Get out of here with that chainsaw. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's like. She's yelling at her. Yeah. Yeah. And then it is a good gory effect of when the chainsaw goes in. From Pesci, the bottom up. Pesci's head is probably in a fucking. He probably had to do this for like several hours, shaking his head around. like. <laughs> but uh, they, they, <laughs> they cut him in half, and each twin has a nice little. Has a half of him in their beds. In their beds. Pretty gory, pretty uh, yeah, pretty That's grim. Pretty grim, gory end of it. 
um, R.I.P. Joe Pesci in that episode. R.I.P. Joe Pesci. Uh, so like like we said, probably not our favorite ep- episode of the three, but, no, but it was good. Not bad. Like not bad. It like I, bad. it was still enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. I'll still watch Joe Pesci <laughs> say fuck and. <laughs> That's know. the best part of it. Yeah, it really is. Just yelling. What the fuck? It was it was the suits and uh, the fucks for me. Baggy suits, ponytails. Low pony. Low pony. <laughs> Got a good pair of Italian pants in there. Joey pants. So fucking good. Um, Bert Young. Bert Young's always good. Paulie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Paulie. Paulie. All right, yeah. So, um, guys, if you've never watched Tales from the Crypt, fucking go do it. It's it's so silly. If you like horror, it's just a it's campy horror. It's it's a good time, honestly. And and if you don't like the episodes, then just fucking watch it for the Crypt Keeper because dad jokes. Crypt Keeper rules. They have tried to bring this back a few times. There's like weird, complicated rights issues with mm-hmm. it. But like the two times that they tried to bring it back, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna bring back Tales from the Crypt without the Crypt Keeper." And you're like, I'm like, I think you guys aren't understanding. The point. The point of like, so I know the Crypt Keeper isn't in the whole fucking uh, episode, but he sets off like the campiness of like, yeah, he yeah, sets this off is the a, appeal. There's a bunch of dumb bullshit. Like, it's going to be fun, the horror stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I guess you could do that without a Crypt Keeper. No. It just seems so, it seems like such a bad foot to get off of. Like, uh, yeah, let's bring back Tales from the Crypt without. It's stupid. The fun of the Crypt Keeper. I'm putting my foot down stupid i don't there, like it. there are other there are other things like like uh creep shows on shutter right now which is pretty similar to what tales from the crypt is mm. I, if i want to sound douchey i'll probably say quality wise tales from the crypt is probably a little bit better yeah um always but you know i i'd be down with checking out creep show and doing yeah doing episodes on that i'll definitely That'd be do fun that. so um yeah we'll we'll do I'm Definitely sure we'll do more. several more of these over the next, however, the podcast will never end. So that's, we'll keep on going and going and going. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. Here, yeah, <laughs> amen. <laughs> so, uh, I, don't, I don't know, Christine, you got, got anything else? Nope. For our dear listeners? I have nothing else, but now you know how creepy I was as a child, so do with that what you will. Very spooky, very spooky. And I just, I'm mad at myself for saying the word spooky because <laughs> my ending tagline is stay spooky, baby. <laughs> <laughs>